What's up, what's up, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Ray Talks Live. So this is the first episode of season three, although I did do a review episode of The Shy from this past Sunday, so technically that was episode number one. But I'm getting into season three right now, and as you can see from the title, Summertime at Disney World. So if you followed me on social media, on Twitter and Facebook at Ray Talks Live, or on Instagram at Ray Talks underscore Live, you may have noticed on those social media sites I posted pictures from my visits to the park. I went to all four theme parks at Disney World, and I'm going to give you a quick review in terms of what I saw. You know, so this is more of like an update from spring break at Disney World to now in the summer. As I said before, we know that. Because the CDC has changed a lot of guidelines, face masks are no longer really required anymore, especially at Disney World, other than on transportation, being their buses and the monorail. But in terms of everywhere else, you're free to go. One of the things I will say as a disclaimer, I am fully vaccinated, as long as my wife, you know, our kids are not yet vaccinated yet because they aren't at that age yet. But one of the things I will say is that for the most part, I ventured out in the crowd with no mask. However, when we did get into little bottleneck areas a little bit, or when we were in the lines, especially where the switchbacks were, I definitely was wearing my mask along with my kids as well. But the mask to me didn't really bother me. And I will say people were still respectful in the sense of that, even though there are no longer the six feet social distancing markers on the ground, people, I mean, when I was there, people were, you know, still leaving a little two, three feet space between each party in front of them. So it wasn't like you had to keep telling someone, hey, back up a little bit or whatever. But I will say that's one of the things I did notice. So let's talk about briefly what I saw at all four parks. So I started off at Animal Kingdom. And I will say Animal Kingdom was nice. Uh, although the day that we went, it was pretty much a downpour most of that day. We began our day at the Navi River Journey Boat Ride. And it was very nice. I always love the Pandora area. I think it's fantastically themed. I think it's one of Disney's best themed lands across the board, especially here at Disney World. But I will say that, you know, it was a 45-minute wait. Theoretically, it was more maybe a 35, 40-minute wait, so it was close to what they were advertising. But overall, beautiful ride. And then, of course, we went out to get on the... Safari ride in Kilimanjaro, wonderful. Got a chance to see the new additions to Animal Kingdom. Uh, we saw the baby giraffe. We saw the baby zebra, as well as the baby rhinoceros. So we were lucky to see those babies, as well as a lot of animals, mainly because it wasn't as hot because it was raining. And if you know Florida, we are now officially in our raining season here in Florida. And then, of course, Central Florida, at any given point in time, you know, thunderstorms can pop up on you. But Animal Kingdom was cool, and we also took a few of the little trails at the beginning of the park as well before we just finally packed it in and headed to check into the hotel because that rain was not letting up that day that we went. All right, so the second day, we went to the Magic Kingdom. And one of the first signs that tell you that everything has changed, we got on the monorail, there was no plexiglass. There was none of the little shields they had. So that just tells you everything was pretty much back to normal. Um, but at the Magic Kingdom, we were there. 
late morning into the early afternoon. Actually, it was not crowded at all. And I was definitely surprised by that because we all know the Magic Kingdom is the number one most visited theme park in the world. And it was not crowded at all, especially for the summer. With schools out, everyone's going on vacation, but it was not crowded at all. We family and I, we got a chance to get on a lot of rides uh, from Tomorrowland Speedway to the Teacups to Winnie the Pooh to It's a Small World, which is my kid's favorite, uh, Peter Pan, you know. So we got a chance to get on quite a few rides. And the only thing I did not do at the Magic Kingdom this time, I didn't get a Dole Whip, which is something I always do. It's, it, it's a must. But this time I, I made a sacrifice and I didn't get a dough with this time. So definitely the next time I go, I will do that. Now, one advice I will say is that if you are visiting Disney World or even Universal and you're at a resort or a hotel and you're there for a good four or five days or plus, you definitely want to have resort days. You know, a day where you just sit at the hotel or the resort, you relax, you know, just to take a day off from the park. And that's sort of like what we did. So then the next day, I did something I was finally able to do, even though this was only my second time in trying. I was able to get a boarding pass to Rise of the Resistance at Disney's Hollywood Studios. And at the end of this episode, I'm going to give you, I'm not going to say it's a secret, really. It's more of just a tip that I sort of followed. And for some reason, it worked for me. And like I said, if you follow me on my social media, particularly when I talked about Disney Hollywood Studios day, I got boarding group 21. All right, so within an hour after the park opened, we got on Rise of the Resistance. And we didn't stay at the park too long, but we were there for about three hours. So aside from Rise of the Resistance, afterwards, we got on Alien Saucers. We were going to do Slinky Dog, which really we should have did. It was only saying it was a 70-minute wait, really when it looked like it was only maybe 40-minute wait, I want to say, by looking at the lines. And then, you know, we did Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Now, because my kids are young, you know, rides like Tower of Terror is something that they don't want to do just yet, which hopefully in a few more years they'll definitely want to do it. But I will say the highlight definitely of that day at Hollywood Studios was Rise of Resistance. It's been a ride that I've been wanting to get on. And I will say this, the videos, the live streams that I've seen, it doesn't give it justice. You have to get on the ride itself it on it and see it for yourself because there are actually two different paths that you take while you're on that ride because most of the paths that I've seen particularly when you go into the room with the ATATAs, most of the people they see it where when you go up a level and you get caught the guns come down and they start shooting at you however the pathway that my ride vehicle took we were on the side of it and so when we went up we were on along the side of the ATA we saw one of the officers and the stormtroopers that started shooting at us. So it's definitely a different version to that ride, you know, that just to get let you know. All right. And then, of course, the last day we went to was Epcot, or sometimes I like to call it Wallcott because there's been so many walls up around Epcot, especially in the front of the park. But I will say Epcot was pretty cool. You know, I always enjoy Epcot because, you know, it's very spacious. You can walk around. And really not be around people a lot. And then, of course, you have the World Showcase where you visit different countries, sample their foods, their drinks, and everything. And it's just awesome. But you can tell the crowds are still in check, in a sense, because 
and you can go to Epcot in the middle of the day, like 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and you see probably one of the top rides at Epcot being soaring was only 30 minutes, that tells you it's not crowded. And we were there, at best, we were only really in the line maybe for about 15 minutes. Most of it was walking up until we got to the point where, you know, they put you into the pre-show area. But it was just a, it was a walk-on, pretty much. And even when we got off the ride and we were standing right in the front, they had changed the time down to 15 minutes. So when you see soaring at 30 minutes or less, you know the park is not crowded. Uh, we also got on Test Track, which is always a fun ride. It was about a one-hour wait. Uh, that line was definitely long. I'm not going to lie about that. But it was just fun. But overall... As I said, even during my spring break, if you still haven't gone to Disney World yet, you need to try to go there if you've been wanting to go or been planning to go because they are increasing capacity. You know, Although, like I said, it's still nowhere near where it would be on a typical summer day. You know, So the park pass reservation definitely helps still in limiting the number of people or giving you an idea of what to expect. And then given that, especially come July 1st, Fireworks return to the Magic Kingdom and to Epcot. They're definitely going to be starting to increase people. And hopefully, I know that they're not doing the typical Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween this year, but I definitely think the Mickey's Very Christmas is probably going to come back because I think by that time, they're going to do the regular parades like they've done before, especially if you're going to start doing fireworks. That means you know people are going to get in front of the castle and they're going to jam-pack Main Street. So, you know, like I say, it's getting there. It's not there just yet, but definitely enjoy it. All right. So let me go ahead and give you this tip for Rise of Resistance if you haven't had the opportunity to get that boarding pass. Now, like I say, it's not a secret really, but it just takes time. That's really what it is. It just takes time. So one of the things I did, I set my alarm to wake me up at 6.55 that morning. So I get a couple minutes to make sure, you know, I'm there. My eyes are awake. My mind is ready. At about 6.57, I log into the My Disney Experience app. I join the virtual queue line, or attempt to join, because remember, the only way you get that 7 o'clock warning pass, you have to already have a reservation for the park, all right? So about 6.58, you just start refreshing. Just, just keep refreshing. And then 6.59 hit, and for some reason between before 7 o'clock actually hit on my phone, I did a quick refresh. When I saw that thing say join, I hit join. My party of five was already selected. I said yes, and then next thing you know, boom, I saw it say boarding group 21. And when I tell you I almost wanted to jump out the bed and start jumping up and down and hollering and screaming, obviously I couldn't do that because I know my wife would have probably have killed me waking her up like that. But that's my little tip, you know, to help you out with it. Like I said, this is my second time trying. And I got boarding group 21. So it's like 6.58. You just got to keep refreshing that virtual queue page. And then the minute that join button comes up, you got to hit it. And, you know, you already got your party set up. You get in and hopefully you'll be successful. So that's the best I can tell you. But like I say, if you are enjoying this podcast that I'm making and you're enjoying these episodes, please hit that subscribe button or hit the follow button and come along for the ride with this. Like I say, I'm starting season three with this podcast, and it's going to keep getting better and better. Uh, like I said in my season two wrap-up, I am trying to 
do better with my social media pages as well as get my YouTube channel up and running as well too. Please come along for the ride. Share it out. Encourage your friends, family to join in listening. And if you've been following along for a while, thank you. I humbly appreciate that. And with that, I am out.